0: Plenty of times where Nick, the morning person, has bounced out of bed, gone into the bathroom. He's, you know, doing his getting ready in there. And I'll come in. My alarm goes off and I trudge in there. And he's like, good morning. And he'll be all chipper. Or at least in my head, it sounds chipper. <laughs> I'm sure it's just normal. But uh, he sounds like he's on, like, you know. Happy, happy crack. <laughs> and I just like want to swat him just for saying good morning to me. And I, at one point, I don't remember how soon in our relationship, I think it was like a, wi- a while in yeah, where I finally said, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I was like, don't talk to me. First thing in the morning, I'm like, I love you. But I hate hate you in the morning like I hate anybody in the morning when I first wake up. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch.
1: Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are going to share some of the tips. On how us morning people, like myself. uh,
0: Us morning people like you. Yes,
1: right. (laughs) Basically, uh, how some night owls can turn into morning people.
0: So Mm. you guys can
1: be just like me. That's what we're going to try to share tips with. (laughs) No, we're actually going to uh, be a little bit more uh, inclusive and uh, help those night owls who want to wake up a little earlier, give some tips on how they can do so. So this is actually something I think we've talked about before, but I know uh, you're always interested in because, uh, spoiler alert, I don't know if you would consider yourself a night owl,
0: but... I used to be.
1: Waking up early sometimes is challenging. Yeah,
0: but I'm I'm not great at waking up in the morning. It's a challenge for me, unlike some people.
1: That's right. And we'll talk about more of it,
0: about that, in the meat of the podcast.
1: But first, we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. We're closing in on four hundred podcasts podcasts? Podcasts. We're closing in on four hundred podcasts. Believe it or not. Episodes. Yep. Four hundred episodes of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We're getting there, folks. We should be done, uh if my math is correct. Probably gonna be done early part of twenty twenty four? Yeah. Early part of 2024, first quarter of 2024. Um, I'll probably give you guys an exact date when I can look it up a little bit more closely. But yeah, we're getting really close. So there's plenty of topics that we've talked about before. And if you haven't heard all those topics, why don't you go back in the archives. uh, Visit addictedtofitness.lipson.com. That's the full archive. You'll find every one of our episodes from episode number one, episode number 74, episode 219, episode 327. All of them are there, and they're all great.
0: Are these specific episodes nope. just listed? Just nope. Random. I just
1: random numbers. Anywhere in between, you know, 1 and 382, which I think we're on. 383 wow. today. Um, so Yeah, so uh, make sure you go to that uh, website, guys. To if you have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, our last 100 episodes are currently available, 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 which is real good. You should
0: definitely tune into more for that.
1: That's right. Uh, So uh, it's uh, the as I was saying, Apple Podcasts and Spotify only holds the last 100 episodes. So if you want to go. Pre, uh, basically beforehand in the early parts of the podcast, you know, episodes one through 280 or so, uh, you're going to have to go to to addictivetofitness.lipson.com. So um, if you have, give us a rating review. Thank you. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? Uh, We do appreciate those. It really does help us out a lot. Um, You know, it basically makes us more
0: discoverable.
1: Discoverable. And uh, when it comes to people searching for a health and fitness podcasts, I get the big words. That's right. Yep, I, I don't even try with some of those. <laughs> uh, so uh, please, guys, uh, also connect with us on social media at the ATF Podcast. Give us a follow. And if you have any questions or comments or ideas, send us a DM through Instagram. Yes, indeed. So now we're going on to the part of the podcast known as Training Recap. Would you like to recap your training from this past week? <laughs>
0: Sure. So I got in a couple spinning sessions and a couple, two or three um, more strength p type workouts, mm-hmm. actually two, and I did yoga. So it was a nice week. A lot more kind of short workouts this past week. Um, but I was just really glad that I did something, so instead of doing I had been I had to kind of increased my average workout time in fact my my like health tracker on my phone mm-hmm. called it out to me and said, "Oh, you're averaging longer workouts." but this week, I went back to kind of under thirty minute workouts just for time and energy's sake so but I was really happy with that they were they were good ones um all all good
1: (laughs) all good so what do you think in the P-ball so far i know i think we're probably going to give a more in-depth review
0: yes we'll do we'll do (laughs) i think we should have you do okay some P-ball workouts i dig it on the podcast and that way i can describe it and then nick can give a commentary on how challenging it is from your perspective i
1: think that's a good idea Stay tuned for that, folks.
0: Yeah, that'll be in the near future. Uh-huh. But yeah, those, I did a, for the first time this week, I did one of their, like, uh, cardio body sculpts. hmm Dear gosh, my butt hurt the next day. Uh, okay. I was very sore. Some booty blasting? It was, it was, a, yeah, it was intense. But it was, again, not high impact. So, if you're worried about high impact... I want to do a hit workout, right? You do a a lit workout, a lit low impact, low impact. <laughs> mm-hmm. All
1: right, so I'm interested in trying this uh, apparatus. Yes, several pieces of uh, exercise equipment. Yeah, evolve, the right? There are. All right, so stay tuned for that, guys. So my training this week uh, was less. Uh, well, I would say I don't know if I was as accomplished accomplished uh, as you were this past week. Um got a weight training in early in the week. I could tell I haven't done weight training in a long time because I was super sore after that I uh, got some two good jiu jitsu uh trainings in um my neck has been really feeling my neck has been feeling really good as of late um so I'm feeling very uh happy about that uh I didn't get any other I was wanting to get a lift and maybe uh i did did I get a sauna in this week? <laughs> I think I did. Did I a sauna in this week or no? I'm trying to think if I did or not. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah, I did for Friday. I think Friday I got a sauna in. And then I wanted to do a little lower body lift that day. Um, but I got a surprise when my, my clients came in early. So uh, basically I just cut short of uh, my lower body lift for the week. But it was actually probably a good thing because uh, we did some extensive walking this past weekend.
0: He did.
1: hmm
0: You'll hear more about it later.
1: I could. I'll, I won't, I won't, I won't uh, I'll spoil the surprise. All right. Good so things. let us jump into uh, the main topic of this week, and that is how to become a morning person. Basically, more. I guess more accurate, how night owls can be more of a morning person.
0: I feel like I know that there are people who tend to do better with the nighttime hours, right? Yep. But I used to be that person. I would be like one of those like I'd get the second wind and just keep going until later. I'm not like one of these people that goes better like 2, but definitely could do that. Right. These days in a freaking way. I don't know. I'm still not a morning person, but now I'm also not a late at night yeah. person either. Is think, this aging? I don't know.
1: I think that's probably has something to do with it. But it's interesting, Parenthood. like what we've talked about previously. I remember that, you know, they're discovering through like genetic testing that your genes have a lot of a big
0: kind of uh effect on if you're a morning person or not. Well, you then know? I apparently got the recessive gene in my family because both of my parents can bounce out of bed. Did. My dad goes to bed, goes to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. now, and he's like 80 something. The
1: fact that you know, basically people's like circadian rhythms, or they call them chronographs,
0: mm-hmm. is
1: based on genes. Um so and it probably has to it makes kind of like evolutionary sense like you think about some individuals, whether you know culturally speaking were more nomadic or you know lived in more had you know <clears throat> generations in cities, so people had to get up at different times or get up with the sun if they lived you know more um in rural areas you know, so I mean coming from a uh farming family, i don't know if that's was the fact that I am a early riser was uh based on that coming from a farming family and a military kind yeah, of background. I don't
0: feel like in college you were the earliest of risers.
1: Well, I definitely did cuz science classes in my course studies were basically every like lab and everything was 8:30 in the morning so I had to get up early. So, but yes, I also worked very late in college. But like you mentioned earlier when you're younger, you can uh get away with doing things like uh not getting a lot of sleep and waking up early so um i slightly i'm going to take that little jab you took at me and turn it around so um i don't feel too bad about uh i definitely could wake up early in college <laughs>
0: when so i had to
1: yeah when i had to exactly right so uh but there're several methods on how uh night owls can be uh Become more of a morning person. So one of the methods uh, that we've researched and probably have tried ourselves is, or maybe you've tried, is uh, <laughs> setting a definite wake-up time, or setting a consistent wake-up time is probably a better way of saying it, because uh, looking through some of the research, it's probably easier, it's, or it tends to be easier to uh, set a wake-up time than force a fall sleep time. You know, so, I mean, I think everybody realizes that everybody tries to have a, a bedtime, but, you know, things happen throughout the day that make that those bedtimes very harder to achieve than, you know, saying, hey, I got to wake up at this time every morning. That seems more achievable than bedtime.
0: Yeah. And think about it this way of like, if you get up earlier, chances are you're going to be tired earlier. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just try to go to bed earlier, you're not going to be tired. So start with the early wake-up time. Right. If you're trying to change a behavior and you are used to going to bed very late, but here's, here's the sort of catch. It's a big butt. It's a big butt. If you are a person who's used to waking up at 8 o'clock and you want to start waking up at 6 o'clock, Don't just change to 6 o'clock. Don't do that to yourself. dear. Gosh, don't do that to yourself.
1: Don't think a two-hour change is going to be a good idea? or Or uh, you're going to make it a good habit right off the bat?
0: No. No. It is one of those situations where you need to build up to it. So do about 15-minute increments. 15 is like a nice number. You can chip away day by day, trying to get back to the time that you actually want to get up at. Um, But also, it's going to gradually kind of build up, and you will be more tired each day, even if it's just 15 minutes. Right. So the, the big thing is to make it an everyday
1: situation. Right. Yeah, be consistent. I mean that's a that's how you make a habit if you kinda consistently do it, you know. So and as Shannon said, trying to jump right into uh, a two hour earlier wake up time is probably not something that you're gonna stick with. So
0: you go
1: into it gradually, as Shannon said, because you wanna try to uh make a new habit and to do so you wanna be able to give yourself a little bit of uh grace period. Yes. Right? Yes. So I think uh, another thing to uh that I thought I was reading when you know trying to uh trying to uh, get some research when we were doing this was that and I think it kind of holds true for you is that um realize that you may not be the nicest person when you're going through mm. this transition phase mm. you know when you're trying to become that morning person and wake up a few hours early to be maybe more efficient or because your job Requires you to do some, or you want to work out early in the morning. Um, If you have a partner or, you know, maybe are close, what's that? Family, roommate,
0: family. Yep.
1: And uh, close quarters with another human. um, Give them the heads up that you may not be so cordial in the morning.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There's been plenty of times where Nick, the morning person, Has bounced out of bed, gone into the bathroom. He's, you know, doing his getting ready in there. And I'll come in. My alarm goes off and I trudge in there. And he's like, good morning. And he'll be all chipper. At least in my head, it sounds chipper. (laughs) I'm sure it's just normal. But uh, he sounds like he's on, like, you know, happy, happy crack. (laughs) And... I just like want to swat him just for saying good morning to me, and I at one point I don't remember how soon in our relationship, I think it was like a a while in yeah where I finally said I don't want to talk to you. I was like, don't talk to me. First thing in the morning, I'm like, I love you, but I hate you in the morning. I'm like, I hate anybody in the morning when yep. I first wake up. And it's totally true. Like it's just some people, we do need a gradual entry into the world because if you don't, we just have violent tendencies. Apparently, sadly, our daughter is the same way. Yep. If you just go in you know, there and you try to get, get her out of jeans. bed, that's she will sure. scream at you, and she will just like thrash in bed. <laughs> it's not a pretty picture.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like I, I, I said, that's why I said she definitely got, inherited your genes. I think on that end. So, um, but you know, uh, I think uh, I, I I get it. You know, I've learned now. To you know, keep my distance, do my own thing, and usually I do have my own thing to do in the morning, anyways. So we have a good buffer time typically in the morning where we can uh, miss each other, and uh, then you know you can you can yeah. get you can get acclimated to the early morning.
0: I really like my alone time, not just yep. talking. I just really like my alone time, and I found that I would like avoid you, like I would stay in bed until you're done getting ready just so that I can avoid not having to have human interaction the <laughs> first thing in the morning. Oh, or sucks. I will go into the other bathroom See, just to avoid interact This is what healthy
1: relationships are built on, folks. <laughs> Trying not to interact.
0: Avoiding human interaction. Yes, exactly. It just, I, it, it's, I just know myself. It's just I'm not...
1: <laughs> nothing good can come of it.
0: Nothing good can that's come fine. of it. It's just I, I need... My like little peaceful bubble, and this is what I'm saying if you you have to know yourself, yeah, once you do, you have to figure out, okay, unapologetic, what are kind of the the things that I can control? and once I told you, kind of back off me in the morning, you did yep. you were amazing, and I was able to then realize at some point, like, huh. I really don't even want to interact. It's not even that I don't want to talk. I don't want to interact in the morning. So I would just set up everything to be able to use the other bathroom or something right. so that we don't really have to. Yeah, I love I, you. I love you. I know. But, yeah.
1: The thing is, too, that you kind of mentioned within there, another kind of trick to helping you, when you know, I'm going to say you because obviously – you are a night owl or you t- you're or I saying, I'm not, not a morning I'm not person. Really not at night owl anymore. You're not a morning person. You're exactly. Morning person. So, um, But one of the things that uh, can help those people who are not quite a morning person is kind of reward yourself from waking up in the morning or early. So, I mean, you talked about, you know, you need your alone time or you need time with yourself, whether it be meditating, which can kind of be like a... Uh, a reward or like some sort of ritual that you do every morning that's kind of uh, somewhat, not only, I think, uh, not a reward, but I think a ritual and reward for that time about, it, I think they're almost kind of synonymous a little bit in the morning, an early person, or, or for a person trying to become a morning person, because uh, the rituals, I think, kind of help you look forward to waking up early. So I don't know if that's kind of reward based or not
0: I mean I think of a reward as like you need, like you said you you get something right. for doing it a ritual is more like how you actually go about your morning without it being really miserable
1: right so let me i this uh, and like I said maybe I don't know if this is a i know i have to get up an hour before like so normally i have morning clients so i know i have to wake up an hour before that because i need to basically you know get up stretch and work out whatever i'm planning on doing then shower then make my coffee and then you know get the animals up too and then get out and get ready for my clients so yes that is my ritual but i know if i didn't I almost see it as rewarding myself too for waking up an hour earlier than necessary. Well, that's
0: your routine.
1: We're using a lot of R's. It's a lot of alliteration. Routine equals ritual equals reward.
0: No, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. So tell difference. me what the difference is. So a reward, we said it. It's you. You get something out of it, right? Mm-hmm. But you get something that fulfills a need of some sort
1: you know whether now, it's right now my morning coffee feels like it's checking those boxes
0: well that's what it's i mean hard. that's go it ahead. like yeah. that's a really good example actually okay like there's a bunch of studies that say do not drink coffee first thing when you wake up in the right. morning but for you that is your treat that's right. your reward you're like i did all this crap so that i could get my cup of coffee and go out to train my client with my coffee yeah. and feel like Woo-hoo, this is good now So that would not do it for me. (laughs) That would definitely not do it for me. But some kind of reward, you know, for me, it's having alone time. Uh That is my reward. Knowing that that's my little kind of, I don't have to be doing work. This is, I get to choose. Like, I get to do a workout or I get to meditate. I can't form sentences early in the morning, clearly. We've Mm. already talked about that. So doing anything that's like, you know, some people journal, some people read a book, that would put me back to sleep. But whatever it is, like that you kind of make your morning, if it's a workout and that's something you're like, I get to do a workout, then that's your reward. Yep. If you sleep in, you don't get the reward, you know, you're then just racing to finish the rest. The ritual is something that I recommend to clients um, when they're asking about how to how to kind of group their routines into something that's more meaningful mm-hmm. and that is almost like becomes a form of like, not tribute or, but like, it's almost like a self care or a practice. You know, you're doing it, creating meaning in a routine. That's what I think of as a ritual.
1: Okay.
0: So a routine is just a series of things that you do over and over and over again. That's your routine. We are humans, we love routine, we love that. Habitual behavior We makes us comfy. Rituals though, adds the meaning into it though. So if like you have a routine of getting ready in the morning where you brush your teeth, you get in the shower, you put lotion on and you do your hair for you. Yep probably pretty pretty straightforward mm-hmm. but if you actually say well I'm going to create some meaning to this and like you played like a relaxing music you had a little aromatherapy in there you maybe use that pro- that whole process to kind of almost do like a an active like mindfulness practice or something or you know you're lighting a candle at the beginning of it and kind of saying good morning to yourself, you're adding meaning. You're looking at the meaning of what you're doing and really attributing some purpose behind it versus just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. So adding rituals into those series of routines um, or series of events that is a routine is a really great way to look at kind of reinvigorating either a morning or an evening kind of series of events. Because you get to decide, oh, I'm really gonna make this very, very meaningful and very purposeful. I'm going to do these, you know, couple extra things, or like I'm just going to really do these in a way that has a lot more meaning to them. It's a nice treat sometimes all into itself when you think of of doing a ritual versus just going about a routine.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So it can it can to your earlier port your earlier point feel a little bit more like a reward when you have a ritual and not just a routine. Gotcha. So,
1: Well, that's that's a good explanation. So to recap, to help those people that want to be more like a morning person, Mm set a definite wake up time. And yes. it can be gradual. You if you have a get goal, there get there gradually. Thank you. But start with that. Two is, oh, warn the people that you are close with that you're going to be the worst person ever for 60 minutes.
0: Know, oh. your, know your kind of boundaries. Okay. If you need to set some right. some boundaries with your roommates, those you cohabitate with, do so.
1: Gotcha. That's that's probably okay. what I put it in. Uh, and then turn your morning routine into a ritual.
0: Yep. Add right. some add some rituals and yours.
1: Rewards. Coffee. Include a reward. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Reward yourself for getting up in the morning. That's right. And make make that part of your motivation and your incentive. I'm gonna throw one last thing in. I'll throw it in. Once you do set your time, once you do land on your wake-up time and you do it every day, and we are talking every day, by the way, like, yes, even weekends, because if you're not a morning person, two days off your schedule really screws with your morning. Mm-hmm. That's why I struggle with getting up every single week, because I could not get up the same time I do during the week on the weekends, right. because you know, family life, you know, just limitations. (laughs) And the weekend is my one time where I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sleep until like 6.37. So, yes, there's always different circumstances. You can make those calls later down the road. Also, at some point, you're going to have to give up your night owl ways And you are gonna need to find a more reasonable bedtime. Right. So keep in mind how much sleep you need and try to work backwards from there. Start with your morning wake-up time, but then know that you have to make sure that you're getting sleep. Getting up earlier is gonna make you sleepier, but you have to adjust your morning. When I have someone who asks me, like I wanna get up, I want to do more in the morning. One of the first things I I help them do is find what that morning time is, and then we work backwards to talk about, okay, let's talk about your nighttime routine. Right. So that's a different podcast episode, but I just wanted to throw it in there. It's
1: a good throw. It's a good uh, tag to the end of this conversation. Um, So now we're going to get into what's got us pumped for this week. You go. I'm going to go first uh mine is a bargain find i love i love me some bargain (laughs) finds you know as a guy who used to shop at the thrift store i love me and i'm talking about for my clothes people
0: uh like everyday clothes
1: so i love me some i love saving money uh some may call me cheap i call myself thrifty uh so i found a trx a bona fide trx suspension trainer which online, even with their like Labor Day Labor Day yeah, Labor Day sale they just had is at least two hundred dollars without shipping. So I found one at Played Against Sports, an actual TRX, TRX brand, brand new one. For a little over 100 bucks. Wow. So I was very, like, I walked in there, you know, I actually went in there looking for dumbbells for you. I know. And I couldn't find anything worth, uh, you know what. Um, so uh, I, and then I look up, and I see this TRX. I'm like, oh, look at this thing. And uh, just a little hint that might be coming up on hint. another What's Got Us Pumped is I'm going to be taking a TRX yoga course soon. So Don't give it away. Just a little teaser. Shh. But, yeah, I was super pumped to find this TRX. And the fact that it was a, a legit one, not a knockoff brand, it was about half the price. So, pretty pumped about that.
0: That's awesome.
1: What's well, got you pumped?
0: Is that for the house? Should I be pumped? TBD. About
1: that too? TBD.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, we mentioned earlier that we did some walking this weekend. That's right. It was not because we decided to explore more of our own neighborhood, because no, we did not. Well, we went out of town, <laughs> we left. We went to Disney, mm-hmm. specifically Epcot, and we went around the world. So for anybody who hasn't been to Epcot before, actually I should back up to anyone who doesn't really know Disney. Disney is made of many parks. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you know that part. If you've been a longtime listener... At least of a year, you may have heard that last year we had a two-day Disney trip planned with our family for Ella's birthday, and half of it got destroyed because of a little thing called a hurricane. So we had these passes for the last year, and we've been sitting there going, yeah, we'll do that sometime, we'll do that sometime. Well, our time's up. It's been almost a year, and we have to figure out what we're going to do with it. Thankfully Nick took matters into his own hands. Mm-hmm. He got us a great deal on a hotel. And we actually went and spent a couple days over in Orlando and we went to Epcot. We did Magic Kingdom last time. Right. Epcot is is like a big circle. It's a circle. A circle. <laughs> it's a circle. And there's like the part near the entrance, near the big giant golf ball.
1: I think it's a geodesic dome.
0: Thank you. And then, or a sphere.
1: Sorry, it's a sphere, it's a ball.
0: And then there is um, like a lake, and then there's all the different countries. It was the food and wine festival. So we had some extra incentive to get through the countries because there were some really good drinks and there was some really good bites at all these different countries Mm -hmm. and we did we walked six miles with a almost six-year-old which was the really challenging part Mm -hmm. we were there from 9 30 in the morning until 5 30 at night and much of it was spent walking so i mean talk about a good leg day. Yeah. I mean, between carrying Ella, making it around the world, and honestly, I feel like we did kind of like one and a half times because yeah. we did double kind of, back
1: a couple times.
0: Yeah, we got a little confused on where some of our rides were. Uh, um, but we ended up covering a lot of ground. I I was like eighteen thousand steps or uh, something that was like that. Nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, my legs were sore when I got up this morning. Mm-hmm. Not like can't walk sore, but like muscles are tight. Yeah. So definitely uh, feeling like there needs to be some heavy duty stretching in the beginning of the week. But it was just, it was a really great thing to look back on and be like, wow, we did that. It was really satisfying and gratifying as parents to yep. like have have Ella with us for most of that. She did complain a good amount, kind of, you know, towards like the the last third of the day. But she did also did pretty <laughs> amazing did. Yep. considering she's how tall is she? Yep.
1: We had no stroller <laughs> or anything. So she no walked stroller. most of the time.
0: Yep. So that is what really had me pumped this weekend. I just feel like it's like one of those things where I feel like we did it right. And yes, we ate a lot and we had some drinks, but it was they were smaller. Yeah. And it made kind of doing all the movement kind of made it easier. I you agree. Didn't, you didn't end up for schnookered, although I'm pretty sure we saw a few for schnookered people. Yeah,
1: we burned off a lot of the, the alcohol walking. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, something I was pumped for, too. I'm glad. It was a great experience, and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. So hopefully you guys think about that or have that same feelings when you listen to this podcast. It's a great experience. Hope to do it again. And I hope you come back. And if you do, if you like the podcast, let us know by giving us a rating review, an Apple podcast, or your preferred podcast app, Please share the podcast with a friend, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And connect with us by sending us a DM. We will respond, I promise. Got anything else for him tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.